0: Okay, y'all, so I was looking for a picture for the thumbnail, um, to show for Timothy Thomas, and this is what came up, right? So I'm gonna still try to just, you know, stay soft and feminine and demure and rest in my femininity to the best that I can, but this article came up and I decided to just read it with you, um, to read it with you and get the raw emotions, so, this is from Cincinnati Public Library, um, and the article is labeled 20 Years Later: The Death of Timothy Thomas and the Uprising that Follows. So, this is by library staff, April 16, 2021. I want you to listen to the language a little bit. So, it says written by Kim Thompson, a children's librarian, Cheviot Branch, in coll- collaboration with the Black Events and Exhibits Committee, right? So, this is this is this is. This is being associated with black events. And that grinds my gears. Like, so so here's, here's how they write it. But I want you to hear, I think, some of the delusion. And we talk about moving the scale from your eyes from back then to now. And even some of the scales that she might have on her eyes. Writing this in 2021 as opposed to me reading this in 2022. It says, Timothy Thomas, 19, had two homes. One in Gulf Manor with his mother, Angela Leisure, and one in Over the Rhine with Monique Cox. Now, that doesn't even make sense. Respectfully, this might be a little bit long. I'm gonna t- This probably is going to be a little bit more than 30 minutes, right? That doesn't even make sense because if you live in your own house, you live in your own house. If you're the man of your house, you have your own house. How is it you live still with your mom? Because here's the other part. It says um, the other... With the mother of his five month old son, Taiwan Thompson, which to me kind of is giving me those vibes that Monique, it was probably the most likely the one with the, you know, the rent was in her name. The apartment is in her name and that's where she and his son live and he would just hop back and forth. No need to say he had two homes. That doesn't make sense because if that's what makes somebody have two homes, then I know a lot of adults that have two homes. That don't make sense. I don't know what the pr- purpose of that was. It says, on April 7, 2001, around midnight, in the Cincinnati neighborhood over the Rhine, Thomas left the apartment to buy cigarettes. Oh, but listen to this, right? He went to buy, what What was it now, children? Cigarettes. He never returned. Big subtitle, uh, gone too soon. On that same early morning, two off-duty, okay, that could be a problem. Two off-duty Cincinnati police officers spotted Thomas coming out of the warehouse, a local nightclub. Now, what did he leave to go buy? Cigarettes. Where is he coming out of? The nightclub, right? One of the police officers recognized, because I was wondering, you know, one, he ran, right? But this further complicates it because they've arrested this person before, um, for traffic stops and called dispatch. Dispatch then announced, we have a suspect male, black about six feet, red bandana, last seen eastbound on the 13th. He has 14 warrants. And so here they say at the time, Thomas had warrants for nonviolent charges, most of them for traffic stops. That, that was left out of the call. This is one of those things where you guys like, two rights don't make a, uh, two, ro- two wrongs don't make a right. Two rights don't make a, a two wrong two wrongs don't make a right, right? I think that if you're just doing wrong, you're doing wrong, right? And it's messed up because he ran and he got shot. That's that's the best way I can see it. And then now you're looking at the stuff leading up to it, and you can see that consistently, he's causing problems, and to the point where they recognize him, right? I don't know, you guys. Let me just keep reading through this. It says, The Breaking Point. Thomas's death added to the 15th black man killed by Cincinnati um, police officers between 1995 and 2001. Five black men died in the custody of Cincinnati police officers between October 2000 and April 2001. In one of the most high profile of these cases, Roger Owensby Jr. was placed in a chokehold. Mace and allegedly beaten while in police custody. He later died. Owensby had been mistaken for a drug dealer. Okay, so that's a problem. And so, but this is the thing, right? This is my thing, and I'm going to keep reading through it because it's like if you're going to tear the city up, it should be for Owensby being mistaken for a drug dealer, right? It says, Owensby was a father and an honorably discharged sergeant in the United States Army and had no police record. If you're going to tear Cincinnati up, it probably should be for Owensby, right? It should be for someone who is a father, honorably discharged sergeant, right? And the mistaken, that's what they should have torn Cincinnati up for. And and if you kind of... you kind of have to listen to what I said in the last podcast because I don't want to waste too much time on this one talking about it, but because I do talk about what I mean by even being quote-unquote proactive. I'm not advocating tearing the city up. It's it's a um, term of speech. Uh, I talk about how you get to the point where you understand you can use law and legislation and there are certain measures and things in place that you can do to address it, right? But if you were ever going to tear Cincinnati up. It was going to be over Owensby, and I talk about how, you know, what don't put my good name in this. If you're going to put my good name in this, it's going to be for Owensby. Right? Who do we have to get out of office? Who do we have to reprimand? Who do we have to sue? Who are we going to be fed up with, right? It's going to be over the situation with Owensby. That's the breaking point, but I I I think that we're using a, a black brush where it's kind of like you have people who are doing criminal activity, getting lumped into the same bucket of, of people who are upstanding citizens. And now we have a problem. Because I think that we're sending the wrong message by saying, oh, we're going to tear it up over somebody who had 14 warrants. The, he had 14 warrants. Like, what, what did you expect? So it says frustrated the families of these young black men filed a federal lawsuit against Cincinnati Police Department. So here's here's, this is where I can understand the frustration as I'm kind of peeping ahead. It says by Saturday, April eighth, the newspapers were featuring the shooting and the term excessive force was thrown was thrown about. Right, with African Americans in Cincinnati already upset about the deaths of the fifteen black men at the hands of police officers, add to that. The trial of the Cincinnati police officers that resulted in acquittal and the death of an unarmed Timothy Thomas at the hands of Cincinnati police officer Stephen Roach. And I hate to say it, but he sh- he was acquitted because it's like the guy ran. I'm not saying that he deserved to be shot, but you don't know what that person is capable of. Oh my god, you guys. These are not comfortable conversations. So it says, um, they were filled with frustration, disenfranchisement, inequitable housing, and ongoing racism was lit, and protesters burst upon the scene demanding change. I'm not sure what that has to do with inequitable housing, Um, And again, I don't know, like, these are just conversations we're having, right? How come there was a lawsuit for the um, Thomas guy, but not for Owingsby? Because I want to say if you had done a lawsuit, right, for the Owingsby, I'm pretty sure they would have gotten their money's worth, right? Not that, and unfortunately, this person lost his life, but there would have been financial repercussions and that officer would have been charged. I just really think that we're comparing apples and oranges and rotten apples to oranges to that. So says Rebellion, on uh, Monday, April 9th, Thomas's mother and about 200 protesters marched to City Hall, interrupting a meeting of the City Council's Law and Public Safety Committee to demand answers. Mm. included in the protesters was one of the leaders of the Black United Front and see that, that name right there is very telling too Black United Front when you talk about keep my good name out of it I think that's what I'm going to title this podcast this, this segment keep my good name out of it I feel like if I was part of the Black United Front I wouldn't want my representatives going for that Right. I think that this is very telling in terms of what we mean. It's kind of like just because it happened. I don't know. And then now you're going to have people saying, you know, well, we have to stick together and united. No, that was wrong what he did. And it says here, the Reverend Damon Lynch, the who demanded that council members stay until the protesters were given explanations and answers to their questions regarding Thomas's shooting. Cincinnati Police Chief uh, Thomas Streicher informed the crowd that he could not comment in an ongoing investigation. As protesters became louder and began to push forward, trapping the council members in place, Chief Streicher revealed the fact that Thomas had been unarmed. With this revelation, the crowd began to disperse. And y'all, these are comfort. Let's just really get into it. I know I'm not gonna be the most popular person after this, but guess what? Guess what? You're not gonna fumble my bag. <laughs> so, but so these two hundred people that came with the mother, right? Did they not know that her son had fourteen warrants? This um, United Black United Front and and the Reverend. You mean to tell me they couldn't have helped him pay off whatever because I'm guessing part of the reason he had warrants is because for the non-violent stuff for driving without a um, um, driver's license, um, not not having a seatbelt. I think the ones with the seatbelt, you probably have to pay a fine. They couldn't help him pay the fines and figure out his situation and or. Provided him with transportation to whatever he needed for the amount of time he needed until he was off of probation for those type of things. Where were those 200 people to say, All right, listen here, little Tyrone, you got 14 warrants, let's go get this stuff, you know, taken care of when it was one, when it was two, when it was three, when it was four, when it was five, when it was six, when it was seven, when it was eight, when it was nine, when it was ten? When it was 11, when it was 12, when it was 13, when it was 14 warrants, none of these 200 people could have sat down with little Tyrone and just been like, listen, tink, tink. Let's get this resolved. Let's get this fit figured out. It says protesters fanned out and the crowd chanting, no justice, no peace. Stop the violence gathered in front of the District 1 in over the Rhine to vocalize their displeasure with the death of unarmed Timothy Thomas. Frustrated protesters threw cans and rocks at police officers wearing riot gear standing outside of District 1. When protesters noticed that the officers were hesitant to use force, they pushed their way into District 1. When protesters turned the District 1 flag upside down, that's just... Cincinnati police officers began pelting, right, the crowd with beanbags and rubber bullets. So even then, I think they're using, you know, uh, I forget what the term is, but they're using restraint and spraying them with tear gas. At the end of the night, 10 protesters were arrested. The protesters continued on Tuesday, April 10th and became more violent than the day before a group of about 150 comprised of both black and white protesters splintered from the standing protesters and took the protests to the streets trash cans were thrown so here and this is where i have a problem windows of local businesses were were broken right these are people in your community that are providing you with goods and services you go into their stores you buy stuff from them For the most part, you would think that these are your aunts, your uncles, your, you know, your neighbors, your mothers and your fathers, your cousins. Right? Mailboxes were ripped off. Why are we ripping off mailboxes? Are are these the mailboxes of the judges or the police officers? No. It's people in your own community. It says Finlay Market, a fresh open-air market in Over the Rhine was set on fire by protests, pr- protesters, and I've heard other content creators talk about this, too. You know, um, I think, uh, listening to Simply Said, I, was it, um, what was the name of the, the store? It's not Airbnb. <laughs> um, it's, it will come to me, but they are removing their their um, store out of the community even though their lease is up because it's like they have so much crime, so much theft, so much thievery, right? And then we complain about not having um, green uh, green spaces or or places where you can buy green fresh produce, right? Here it is, two thousand one. Finlay market a fresh open air market right Mining their good green fresh business right in the community and when you start to talk about um the cost of things do you know that part of the reason it's so hard to get a green shop or green store in your community is because of the refrigeration and so, with the refrigeration, you also have to have insurance and/or expenses to cover. And to get refrigeration for the produce, is you're looking at upwards of fifty thousand to a hundred thousand dollars for them to keep the fr- the produce, um, in the back. I remember when I used to go to Stater Brothers. Um, I haven't shopped at Stater Brothers in years, but when I used to go, I remember, and it it's really kind of does bring a smile to my face. But the grocers, we would know them and we would be like, "Hey, what's up?" And they'd come out and they would like even help us pick out the fruit and vegetables and type of stuff. And I remember one time one of them helped me pick out my mangoes. I would get help with the, the avocados. I would just go to the checkout just really happy <laughs> with my purchase cuz it's like they helped me get the best fresh fruit, right? But I remember um they would go to the back and you could feel the cold air coming out from, you know, where they would keep all of the, the fruits and vegetables refrigerated. And then they would restock and bring out like, you know, all the mint and the celery and the lettuce. Right. And then every we would I mean, even as a kid and a young adult, it would be so cool because sometimes you'd be picking out your produce and the little sprinklers would come on to um, mist the water over the, the vegetables to keep them hydrated and fresh. Right. That stuff is expensive. And so when you start to consider, how, you know, the economics of putting in refrigeration and that kind of a system versus just having shelves with food that lasts for a long time. You know, even with produce, when you buy it, if 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 people are not buying um, turnips and radishes, you've got to toss that, that inventory, right? So there's a lot of costs associated with it. For those of you who are not familiar with what it means to run a business or to have a business model, right? So, it's so much more cheaper to have a bag of Cheetos that has a longer expiration date. And um, you don't have to keep it refrigerated or under certain temperatures. And it's just shelving. Right? So, here you have Finlay. I scrolled up too much. Um, And a fresh open air market. What did they do? They decided to set that on fire. Okay. At intersections. ooh, so intersections, right? Where there's other cars, other people. You know, when when I listen about the riots and how there were children in cars and stuff too. Protesters threw garbage at police officers. The protests escalated to looting and vandalism. I don't, I don't think I need to elaborate on that. You kind of already get my sentiments. It says businesses were robbed and some white citizens were pulled from their cars and beaten. They had nothing to do with that. Like I said, I, protesters moved into more neighborhoods as did the violence. Um, president of NAACP, which is a woman, right? So when you start to even look at all the moving parts... You would think that for, you know, that it'd be men at at the forefront of this. But it's Norma Hope Davis, president of NAACP Cincinnati chapters, was quoted as saying, we're trying. Oh, girl, you should know. We're trying to help express community outrage and make sure this doesn't happen again. Mm mm. Protests continued into Wednesday, April 11th, though with less violence in the daytime, store owners began picking up the pieces. Many opened their doors to customers, still trying to serve the community, y'all. It wasn't until evening that violent protesters came out. And the way, the way that I am, I'm a Scorpio son, I, you can hear this dynamic run through a lot of the things, including like when it comes to my dating life, betrayal. I do not respond kindly to betrayal, and I think that, you know, is betrayal when you are serving a community and they turn on you and they loot your business, and you still turn around and open the doors to the customers. I imagine a part of it had to do with economics, right? Still gotta make the pay the pay the bills, cause me, my the way I'm set up and know how petty I am. Hmm. It wasn't until evening that violent protesters came out because the violence was so extensive, businesses stayed closed the next day. It says, Aftermath, Mayor Charlie Lucan responded to the riots by declaring a state of emergency and ordering a four-day curfew. Mayor Lucan commiserated with the protesters. It says he commiserated with them. So, I mean, this is um, kind of giving you what we the way that we think. And we conditioned each other to think. It says, there's a great deal of frustration within the community, which is understandable, right? So that's commiserating. We've had way too many deaths in our community at the hands of Cincinnati police. I'm not asking anyone not to be frustrated, but to just realize in the short term, someone could get, get, get hurt. So in a way, even this podcast, I would say is commiserating. I get it. I get the frustration. I think that if you're going to be frustrated, it's going to be like what the situation with um Gowensby, if I sp- if I said his name correctly. Um with the Owensby guy, right? Even then still understand how things are being provoked and or seen a certain way, right? Protest continued at Timothy Thomas's funeral, standing in place and holding up the Black Power sign. I have a problem with that. The protesters', protesters message were made, was made clear. Things need to change. About around 1,000 people attended the funeral at New Prospect Baptist Church to show their support. So none of those people in the church could have helped him with his 14 warrants? Among them was what? Oh, I was about to say, among them was Martin Luther King III, an NAACP president and CEO Quazi Mafue which coincidentally isn't this guy in the news right now, Mafume, Quazi Mafume, Mafume. Black Panthers conveyed um, Thomas's casket out of the church. So I think I am onto something. You guys just bear with me if you're listening to it. Um, and I I want my mind to understand these type of things. I think that, you know, one of the things that they talk about with the pandemic is it gives you time to think about stuff. Uh, I think that part of the fear that some people, I think, societies have is when people have time to think. Because guess what? When I'm working my nine-to-five job, I've mentioned to you before... Um, going day in, day out, sometimes coming in at 12, come from meetings, you know, and then up at five, going to the gym, going back to work, meeting with clients. You know what I'm saying? I don't have time to think about things or read these types of articles and really question why certain things happen in certain ways. So here I am living a passive lifestyle income I have time today. I have time to think. I have time to reflect on why what are my values, right? You can hear me thinking about what my values are with when it comes to my finances and what does it mean to contribute to my society and questioning you know why why is it that when I'm trying to be pro black that now I have to be standing up for these type of things, right? This is exactly what why free time and time to think can be um, a good thing or a bad thing, right? Because what I wanted to to preface, what I'm going to say next is, I started off saying, why does this black, uh, why does me being pro-black have to be associated with these things? And so you see things like people like the NAACP, Martin Luther King III, a uh, reverend of the of the B- Black Baptist Church, CEO Quazi M Fume, Black Panthers. Right. After the four day curfew was put in place, the violent protests began to subside. But that was not the end of the situation. According to Scotty Johnson, president of the Sentinels, a fraternal organization of African American, okay. Uh, fraternal organization of African American police officers, he says, I think what happened here was a long time coming. I think that, oh, you guys, this is, I'm just going to say it. I am my own one person, right? So obviously, I do not represent the black collective, but if you were going to really tear stuff up and really have Martin Luther come out and the NAACP, it was going to be for the Owings B guy, right? that's where you would say I would I think that what happened here was a long time coming where you know I almost I'm curious to go and check what happened with Owensby and look to see where the Black Panther is there the NAACP Martin Luther King you know was there a lot of support surrounding him like I said they didn't even do a lawsuit with this situation but for the tyrant but for the tyrant we're gonna be doing this type of stuff you know um this is one, oh, this is probably not the best thought through analogy, but it's like when you have. I, I grew up with siblings, but it's one of those things where, you know, maybe not the best analogy, but it's one of those things where if you have four kids, right, and all the other kids are doing what they need to, they're getting their straight A's, right? And and I did go to a, a private school. I remember the teacher called one of the, the black kids in, in my younger brother's school. They called them monkeys, right? And um, so they're doing what they need to. They're in school. They're getting their good grades. And it's kind of like, okay, they called them monkeys. A little bit of upset, boo-hoo type of thing. But then the kid that goes and tries to start a fire in the bathroom... And then now the, all the extinguishers go out. And now you have damage in the classrooms and on the homework assignments. And the kids running out and the police department comes out. And now they expel that kid. And now everybody's upset. And now everybody's in arms. And now everybody is really crowding behind Tyrant tyrant Tyrone. You know what I'm saying? But you couldn't stand up for the, the, the kid that has a 4.0, 3.5 GPA. I got called the monkey by the by the by the teacher. I hope I get what I'm trying to get. I'm probably talking too much. Because at this point it's almost on an hour of just talking, right? I could understand if they were doing all of this. This is me commiserating, right? That's gonna be my word of the day. This is me commiserating. I'm trying to rationalize with you. Like I could see if they were saying all of this for the Owensby guy, but not for Tyrant Tyrone. And so this um Uh, President of the Fraternal Organization of African American Police Officers I think what happened here was a long time coming. The city council and administration had forewarning for years about the bad climate between Cincinnati police officers and the black community but nobody paid attention Mm -mm, Not for this one Not for this one For Owingsby, yeah Yeah, Uh, you got me on Owingsby but not this one It says, now I think the message has been sent that we need to quit playing games with police officers, community relationships, and do something concrete. Do some concrete things to bring our city back together. Now, one of the things I was wondering or was curious about was where are the police officers calling out the other um, bad apples? And I guess this is kind of what an attempt at that the black police officers, because if I'm not mistaken, I could be mistaken. I think yeah, because um, I think it was a black officer that shot the 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 Thomas guy, and so this is the black um sentinels or whatever. Kind of reprimanding him for shooting, I guess, a, a young black person. I don't know. It's just freaking weird. Hmm. It says Reverend Damon Lynch, the third, was quoted as saying, "We still haven't turned the corner towards real reconciliation, healing, or justice. We have a system of economic apartheid at work in." Cincinnati, that becomes evident when you leave downtown and cross over Central Parkway. You essentially have two different cities. So it says here collaboration. Um, After Thomas's death and the civil unrest, as a result of a direct action from majority black community members and activists, the Cincinnati police and their union, the ACLU. Cincinnati Black United Front adapted the collaborative agreement. They agree that the best approach is to take a community-focused approach toward policing. I, I like that. Community-focused approach toward poli- policing. But then this is the thing. That's why I was saying, like, where were those 200 people that went with the mom to the courthouse when little Tink Tink little Tyrone Tyrant Tyrone had 14 warrants? Because that, to me, is a form of uh community pol- policing, right? The collaborative agreement on um, the new way recruits are trained, old polices were old policies were revamped, and there is now a specific process for handling police use of force and then investigation that will follow. Also a federal monitor was asked to observe Cincinnati police and encourage them to be in compliance with the charges for six years so it says here change it's been 20 years since timothy thomas was shot here has there been a significant has there been significant changes in overall police use of force throughout america i can agree that you know they probably could have used a taser that being said things oh this is a this is a difficult conversation um so they list some names here let's just look at it and see what it says um, so it says, Eric Garner, 42, his crime allegedly selling loose cigarettes. Richard Brooks, 27, his crime falling asleep in his car in a drive-thru. Hmm. Daniel Prudu, Prude, a crime, a mental health breakdown outside of his home. George Floyd. And George Floyd, I might talk a little bit about, you know, w- my uh thoughts on George Floyd. I think that, Um, he's definitely one of the last people I advocated for. I talked about how I, I, um, have removed everything that, um, makes me look like an angry black woman and, or, um, I removed my good name out of it, but George Floyd, I had posts up there and I was letting these white people have it on Facebook. Ain't made a difference, hasn't made a difference, right? Again, right up there with protesting or whatever. But then when you hear how he used to abuse, like, uh, he had abused a pregnant woman. Like, what, what do I look like? And, oh, difficult conversation. But I'm not saying he, de- he deserved the excessive force. But it's like, I'm not, that's not something worth me fighting over. Now, here's one. And, and I hate this because you can see that they're lumping Brianna Taylor in with other people that that don't so we have Brianna taylor 26 um asleep at home atiana jefferson um also at home right i don't think that it's right for us to loop people who are doing crazy stuff with people because then it diminishes the value of, of what we're really trying to, to make the point, right? Arura Roser, 40, her crime being at home. And what's crazy is we hear all of the men's names. I know about at- Tatiana Jefferson and Brianna, but I'm, I've i never heard of the Arura Roser. And I'm guessing it's because um she was 40 at home. It's because it's a woman. Now, Stefan Clark, that one was an interesting one, too. At the time, I was dating my last boyfriend. And this was the guy that says, um, um, what is it? Dark women bring dark days. And I remember, um, I had several Instagrams set up, taken down, because I was, um, reaching out to, like, news people, and I, my, some of my stuff went viral, and somebody had taken a screenshot of my stuff before it got shut down. Like, it was to the point where they um, completely, sh- like, shut it down, down. Like, it, um, and then towards the end, I would get shadow banned on my content because I was going really hard. And I was like, we need to hold these people accountable, blah, blah, blah. Not knowing at the time that he doesn't like black women, you know, called us all kinds of stuff all out of her name. Um, and I remember, um, I was talking to my boyfriend at the time and I was like, yeah, I got my Instagram shut because we would, uh, we used to follow each other on Instagram at that time. And so just explained to him that, and he's like, why, why were you doing all of that kind of stuff? Now, mind you, he's multi-millionaire type of guy living his whole best entire life, not bothered with the whole situation, resting in his masculinity and, um, it's like, mm mm, I'm not. I feel like we're fighting for the wrong things. Tamir Rice, that was a child. I think that one, that one definitely warrants. You know, that that was that was atrocious. Twelve years old, and uh, let me leave this alone because I think I've already said so much stuff. But um, I don't know this one about the Michael Brown one. Walking Home with a Friend. I'm not familiar with that one. Samuel Debose, Miss Crime Missing Front License Plate Um, I don't know about this one, but if he fled the scene, I'm not co-signing on it. I've gotten pulled over because my light was out in the my rear light was out. Um, Thankfully, by the time I um, found out about air fresheners, I used to have air fresheners hanging from my rear view, whatever. I and when I found out people were straight legit getting killed for that stuff, um, I, I stopped doing that, obviously, immediately. So I don't know if it was one of those things where he was in his car and he was, they used excessive police um, brutality and shot him in his car. Um, but if he tried to flee the scene, I'm not a fan of... I'm not going to... Fernando Castile, that name sounds familiar. Traffic stop, I don't, but I don't know his story. Dewante, right. That was the that was the one I was telling talking about in the previous podcast. That one, I really, when I tell you, I legit sat one all the way out. I sat that one all the way out because um, yes, he got pulled over for um expired tags and air fresheners, but he tried to flee the scene and I just I'm not I can't put my good name behind that one. I don't know, you guys. I think that you know what's interesting. Um All I can say is I am paying attention to how my mind was shaped and how I view certain things. Um, I have a lot of free time right now to think about things. And then I suspect in the next day or so, I'll be back into my routine, going about living life and doing what I do. And I think that, you know... It's not like I have other people in my circle to bounce these ideas off of. I don't go to church anymore. So it's not like I would sit with the pastor and not that I'm trying to be persuaded, but just really bounce the idea off to to really see how I got here and why they think that way. Um, The girlfriends that I have, like they're married and they're working and... um, don't really think the way i do um my parents god bless them you know they're from a different generation and you know this is the stuff that um they're on vacation right now too so it's not like i would pick up the phone and talk to him extensively about this nature um topics of this nature to at length you know um while they're in a different country. But when they get back home, like this is probably probably the reason you're hearing it too is because if anybody I would bounce the ideas off of them at home. Sometimes we laugh about it, sometimes we think about it. I really do enjoy talking to my dad about stuff like this because um he he's a cerebral type also and so um I would get some really challenging insights from him. And see how his mind works and how we talk about the way that we used to think about things do we still stand on those things now um what does it mean for the future type of a thing my mom I love her because she's the she's the salt and pepper of the conversation so she will have raw initial reactions to some of the things I'm saying and um but she she told me because I, I would talk to her about the femicide rates. And she said, like, she doesn't even want to hear it anymore because it really stresses her out. And it was I remember one time I was talking to her about the black femicide rates. And it was really sad because I talk about, you know, if I were to ever imagine what it's like for the angels to cover their faces because it's so much bloodshed and loss and and that innocence that they have and they know that we're not supposed to be you know, killing women and children and each other and, you know, like the Owensby guy, you know, a father, husband type of a thing. Um I saw that look on her face and it was just kind of like, yeah, let me just back off from these stories with her because she is sensitive to energy, you know, but just hearing about back-to-back stories of, you know children being killed and babies and showing her the little pictures of the babies and um the women and the way her face is just it's so sad like it fell and just the grief that comes where you can't it's inconsolable because there's nothing you can really do about it after they're gone to thing so i don't know i i to put the comments on at some point um, and start to get the comments and read those and probably understand that there's going to be some trolls but how do you explain this type of stuff right um, here's another one it says 2001 remembering Timothy two decades later this is from Fox. Now. <laughs> I'm not really a fan of Fox News. Event held to honor and remember. What? Why would you honor this? What? Let me. Is the volume, did I turn it off? Hold on. It's loading. I'm sorry, but I can't. Like I like I said, the uh, Owensby guy. He was shot and killed by Cincinnati police at his death led to the 2001 protests yeah those protests led to sweeping changes in the city of Cincinnati Brittany Harry is live now with more of the event held tonight so what can you tell us Brittany well yeah so the event did kind of start I know I keep saying it but I'm gonna say it one more time because I want to make this very clear out of everything else I saying, if we're gonna honor anyone you know as a city it should be the Owensby guy for the love of God I don't even think it said he was a husband but he was A father he was a veteran He was supposed to be an upstanding citizen You know type of a thing And from what I could could gather if And, and mistaken um, They mistake him for a, a drug user I mean for a drug Dealer And then on top of mistaken they also Used excessive force Right but for the love of God Not somebody with 14 Warrants. That's not we're not gonna be honoring that. I can't. I'm not doing it. Started here at Washington Park and there was a decent amount of people that definitely came out and they actually marched over to not far from where we are standing right now at Republican thirteenth Streets and that's the area where Timothy Thomas was killed in two thousand one. Now here's a little bit more of the event that took place today. That night, not only did Timothy Thomas suffer a bullet to the heart but this community did as well. Although 20 years has passed since 19-year-old Timothy Thomas was shot and killed by Cincinnati police officer Stephen Roach, his legacy, some people say, lives on. His legacy? Yo, I'm sorry. Like that is freaking insulting to me because when you when I talk a lot about legacy, breaking generational curses, you know, building with your divine masculine, um leaving something behind that's going to make an impact that changes their community this is his legacy oh if you don't stop timothy's brother joined the group by phone the first thing i can say is it's time to start working together sticking together because it's obvious that 20 years and that's the thing i have a problem with y'all y'all don't come for me i can probably get the anchor thing shut down but i don't want to stick together with that i don't i don't want to stick together with that i would just have to hold the l and keep it pushing Timothy's death and the riots following proved to be tipping points that led to change. Some changes have been made, but a lot more work needs to be done, people who attended the event say. There's no need to clap because we ain't done. As long as there are police and black people, we're going to have to keep fighting. No, 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 no. She said as long as there's police and black people, we're going to have to keep fighting. No, absolutely not. And I, like I said, even with the femicide rates who's the first person that we call the police the problem is we have bad apples in the in the community and it's one of those things where if you're doing tyrannical things and you're being a menace to society then yes the police should be involved the problem is you have bad apples in the black community and you have black bad apples in the law enforcement but it's not as long as you have black people in the police no 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 so what I need for the non-black people to do in the audience today, I know y'all feel us and you love us, but talk to your family members. And here's what one woman had to say about the current state of the just For those of you who get it, you get it, but um, she's talking about to non-white, non-black people talk to your family members. No! <laughs> They're dating them. They're You know, those are their, that's their preferences. So I don't know what kind of conversation you see them having with, with their boyfriends and I mean, with their girlfriends and whatnot, but go ahead, though. Go ahead. And it not only needs reform, it needs to be killed, dug up, and killed again. And that's going to take work from us. Being in this space today is emotional for me. So the event ended today with a uh, candlelight. That's where a lot of people were lighting candles in honor. It's oh kind of no! A bunch of speakers there that uh, spoke out today. But for now, we're reporting live in. You know five. what? Harry, mm. 19. Now, all right. Thank you, Brittany. I'll- I do have somebody I can call and talk about this. Um, killed by Cincinnati police, and his death led to the 2001 protest Yeah, those That's protests led again. to sweeping changes in the city. Just turn that happened. off. So it says here. They're just reiterating I'm not a fan. I'm Ooh. I don't even know if I'm gonna upload this, you guys. It's one of those funny ones where Ooh Jesus What? Wait wait wait, go back. Alabama inmate executed despite opposition from a victim. The, an Alabama inmate has been executed for the 1994 murder of his former girlfriend. Despite pleas from the victim's family to spare him, oh, 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 oh I did not need to see that because y'all already know how I feel about that. Oh, am I gonna click on it? I'm gonna click on it. Oh, from the victim's family. Joe Nathan James was convicted and sentenced to death in the 1994 killing of Faith Hall. This was published July 28. Pleased from the victim's family to spare his life, received a lethal injection. Hall's daughter have said they would rather James serve in prison. James briefly dated Hall, and he became obsessed after she rejected him, stalking and harassing her for months before killing her, August 15, 1994. After Hall had been out shopping with a friend, James forced his way inside the friend's apartment, pulled a gun from his waistband, and shot her three times. What the fuck? A Jefferson jury first convicted James of capital murder in 1996 and voted to recommend the death penalty which a judge imposed. The conviction was overturned when a state appeal court ruled the judge had wrongly admitted some police reports into evidence. James was retried and again sentenced to death in 1999 when jurors rejected defense claims that he was, oh yeah, what the fuck? So, his claim to defense, right? Y'all read what he did. She rejected his um him, so he stalked her, harassed her for months before killing her, fought, forced his way into the friend's apartment, pulled a gun in, um from his waistband and shot her three times, right? His defense is that he was under emotional duress at the time of the shooting. If he don't go... But you know what? This has been taken care of. He's already dead. He—he he on his way out. He's out to meet his, the devil, his maker, Shatan, Beelzebub, Bilal, the, the devil. He said he tried to claim he was under emotional duress. And then not his daughters. His two daughters, who were three and six when their mother was killed, had said recently they would rather James serve a life in prison. That's some sick shit. What? We hoped the state wouldn't take a life simply because a life taken a life was taken and we have forgiven Mr. Joe Nathan James Jr. for his atrocities toward her family. We pray that God allows us to ha- find healing a- after today and that one day our criminal justice system oh hell no will listen to the cries of um families like ours, even if it goes against what the state wishes alabama governor k ivy says she would not intervene in a statement thursday she deeply considers the feelings of the f- victims but must always fulfill the responsibility of the law to public safety and to justice. Hallelujah to that. It says Faith Hall, the victim of, of repetitive harassment, serious threats, and ultimately cold-blooded murder, was taken from this earth far too soon at the hands of Joe Nathan James. And you think for him stalking her, you don't think that he knew he had, that she had minor children? And obviously, he's not the mother of his children. So, wouldn't that tell you that she's unavailable? That, that's not the mother of his two children. So, wouldn't that tell you that she's most likely with his father's children? Right? But she rejected him. So, he, he felt the need to take her out. And this, this is going to cut off in, at 60 minutes. So, it says... Two convictions, unanimous jury decision, three decades on death row. He was executed and justice has been served for Faith Hall. She said the ex- execution sends an unmistakable message was sent that Alabama stands with victims of domestic violence. And this is pretty good in terms of when you talk about the femicide rates. This, this was um, published July 28, 2022, so just a couple of days ago. This is from Alabama Governor uh, K. Ivey. She wants to send an unmistakable message, um, or she. And this is the thing: it the grammar is off. So she said the execution sends an unmistakable message was sent. This this the grammar is bad. Let me try to correct it because it's not me, y'all. This is not me. Um, because they they're saying what she said, but also um, a quote. Unmistakable message was sent that Alabama stands with victims of domestic violence. Oh, yeah, check this out. So James acted as his own attorney in his bid to stop his execution, mailing handwritten lawsuits and appeal notices to the courts from death row. A lawyer filed the latest appeal, but the request for a stay was rejected. You know what? The, The guy is really sick. I don't understand why the daughters are okay with that. That's, that's just really weird to me. Here's one more. I'm just going to let it run out. He was a kid that lost his life and it keeps happening. No, 18, you're not a kid anymore. Um, 20 years have passed. We're going to stick together. Because what the message that this is sending to young kids, too, is you can live a certain lifestyle, and we're going to push for it, you know? Hmm. Yeah, I'm a little bit tired of talking to you, so I'm just reading through the thing. It says. Roley pointed out how everything in the neighborhood was different now and much of the past was erased, including parts of the memorial for Thomas in the alley where he was killed. Um, rest in peace to Timothy. I don't know about all of that. I just think that I I have even commiserated with you and shared instances with what I think is appropriate in terms of outcry for police brutality. But this is not one of them. In my humble opinion, y'all gonna hate me. <laughs> I forgot what I said I was going to make the title of this. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to name it. Keep my good name out of this one. Part two. Here's a quote, and I don't agree with this, right? He says, good people are trying to survive under a system that's determined to keep them underclass. And over the period, the answer is gentrification. It's happening in OTR. Any black community you find, they're being pushed out. But when she talks about the good people, it's like, don't lump him in together with the good people. I do agree that there's good people that are trying to make it. But when you lump in the bad apples, it's it's costing all of us because it, it just mm, makes us look bad. I'm, oh, and if you don't want me to be a part of the us, then I'll gladly remove myself. It says, um, she said changes we've seen up to this point is due to the tireless work of black people in this community. But there is more that needs to be done. People to continue to fight in this movement to fight for justice, to feel uncomfortable, be uncomfortable. It's not going to take one person. Try to bring along everyone you can because it's about everyone. You know, I almost wonder what it would like for me to go back to school and sit in classes where they were talking about this stuff because I don't think I would share the same sentiments and I'm not sure what kind of a grade I would get. Um, But I'm not... Alright, I'm 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 legit tired, too, at this point, too. I've, I've been talking for about an hour and a half now, straight. So, hmm, I'll go ahead and upload it. Um, and you're welcome to come back in six months to a year and see, you know, because I, I want to push myself to ascend and to really understand how I I got to that way of thinking and, you know figure out if it's something I want to double down on or you know if there are some things I can fine tune about the way I think and feel now Um, but that's it and that's all